Hello everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Sensory Podcast. I'm Mehmet from Mehmet Coffee Lab and today we are going to do another episode of the things I've learned in that helped me in coffee. We've done a lot of um, sort of food and beverage episodes lately. So I'm going to go back to um, some of all the activities that I'm practicing that helped me a lot in, uh, in coffee. There's, um, there's two or three. Um, one that helped me a lot in the beginning uh, of my coffee journey and one that is helping me right now and in a more, not say that I'm an advanced stage, but intermediate, you know, still, still going through um, the life of coffee roasting and entrepreneurship and still learning. Um, I don't consider myself as a, like a expert guru but as someone who's, who's always pushing forward for better uh, quality service, hospitality, and, um, and excellence in, um, in specialty coffee. So the thing that we are going to draw parallel with is surfing. Since I moved to San Diego, I started uh, that practice because I wanted to be in the, in the sea. I just wanted to see how it how it works. I was just curious if people can do it. I can probably do it. Ah, it wasn't the case. It's one of the hardest things to learn at a, I'm not younger, but at a more sort of adult age. It's very, very, it's not easy to, uh, to learn how to surf, but once you do and once you learn those different lessons, you start popping in a board and uh, you start enjoying the rides, some rides, not all the rides. And then the more you practice, the more that aspect of uh, surfing affects a lot of things about, um, about life, but also about the way you are approaching projects and challenges. So today we are going to, uh, I'm going to tell you the things I've learned in surfing that, or in surf that helped me in my coffee journey. It will be, of, of course, less about the, um, the bruise and the roasting, but more about uh, when we are facing challenges, especially if you are starting a, a new project um, or a cafe or roastery, a brew bar, anything, um, how to deal with those challenges and uncertainties. Point numero uno, believe in yourself. Oh yes, if, if you are, if you think that you cannot uh, stand up, well, let me tell you right now, you cannot stand up. If you think that you cannot roast a uh, perfect batch of coffee, you are not going to roast that perfect batch of coffee. If you think that you cannot brew this wonderful geisha, already, you already set yourself for failure. So the ability to slightly walk uh, confidently either on the beach or on the brew bar, on the roaster, um, gives it a sort of crack, you know, uh, that crack gives you that self-confidence beyond measure. It's uh, impressive to see the power of um, self-affirmation. And I love to see how, like, when I go to, uh, to the beach, how several surfers from all age, shape, size, uh, all kinds of walk of life, uh, enjoying the same thing 
and the diversity in the water is really awesome to see. It's not a practice, whether it's surfing or coffee, designed for one particular stereotype, um, gender, shape, uh, ethnicity, etc., etc. So much right on mindset, whether you, you will have a great kind of sort of surf session or not, ultimately, what you can do is to believe that you can do it. And one time, one day, you will do it. So, uh, you know, like yourself, when you uh, step into, into the water or into a new rostery, a new role, a new project, and um, be open to have, uh, have some fun after all, um, the best baristas, the best rosters, the best surfers is the one having fun about what they are, what they are doing. So it's, it's not fake it till you make it. It's just believe that you can uh, do it. And sometimes it's hard, especially when you see, you know, over uh, other um, uh, talents, other like champion baristas and rosters. Uh, but just tell yourself that they are just humans. After all, I mean, I just started surfing for a year. That's it. And I just go once a week and I'm kind of a lazy surfer. When it's too cold, I don't go because it's too cold. So I'm not like a fully, fully committed. But when I go and I see those, those, those crazy, uh, you know, in those short boards doing all those tricks, it's to me, it doesn't scare me. It, of course, it's impressive but I'm looking forward to do those tricks. Hey, maybe not next week, maybe not next month, maybe not even next year, maybe in five years. But I know that if that person, that little kid can do it, I can do it. So next time you see a uh, you know, champion barista or a very famous roster, um, it's good to be inspired by those people and those people are here to inspire us in our industry. But if they can do it, you can do it. So that's the first thing that I, I learned in, um, in surfing. It was in my first classes when I was looking at over other people, more intermediate riding waves and I was just failing, failing, failing. Well, guess what? Five months later, I was in the same spot as them. Just, just to classic ride, not, no, no tricks, nothing. And so I was like, oh, so it's possible. It takes time, of course, but it's possible. Point number two. That one is, uh, it's going to be a long episode because there's a lot to learn, but that one is courage. You really, um, it's really worth catching, uh, catching those, uh, those waves. It, it won't, you won't basically, you won't catch a wave by, by staring at it. You need to, you need to actually seize the opportunity. And surfing teaches you that courage is, it's not just about being scared, but feeling that you're feeling are doing it anyways, right? When you uh, roast, when you surf, when you brew, you learn to constantly push yourself beyond your limits. Whether it's taking, uh, for example, a different beans, a different roster, a uh, different approach to the beans, or a different, you know, surf spot or surf board. The idea is whenever you have something new to look forward to, because if you're doing the same thing, you're not going to improve. So that by that time, you kind of know already that, right? But 
which means you need to step out of the comfort zone, but it's kind of scary, right? Don't worry. Uh, you won't catch the sweat by staring at it. So doing the thing is the only way to, um, to, um, to improve. And the amazing thing about uh, taking action, I think that's the most important is taking action. Whenever you're scared and feared about a future, a project, something, do something. Because um, you will, it won't happen if you just stare at it. If you were, let's say, scared about your, the next project on your coffee bar, for example, you want to set a coffee bar and you're like frightened by, stare, by, by looking at it, by looking at the project, by you know, just doing the, um, the, the books or the business plan. I used to be scared as well in the beginning, I remember. But by just doing at it, one thing at a time. What happens when you do something, when you take action, is that your brain is focused on the action, regardless of the action. It's focused on the action rather than on worrying about something that doesn't happen. So, once again, it, uh, you won't catch away by staring at it. If you serve, you probably know that this one by heart, right? If you don't uh, make an actual effort, well, it won't magically come to you. You know, there will always be someone taking out that, 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 that wave or that opportunity. And we can translate this truth to other aspects in life, like it could be a job or a relationship or anything else you want to get in your life. If you don't make any effort to get the opportunity, you hope to sort of ride in life, um, those opportunities will pass underneath, unfortunately, and you will come down sort of crushing it um, pretty, pretty hard. And it's a little bit... Um, unfortunate. So, uh, seizing the opportunity is um, is a very important thing. You might be confronted to a big and challenging event in the nearby, uh, and in this situation, we all need to kind of to back our skills and recognize that we can do it. If you hesitate, you will only cause you to miss that moment. And you know, in, in, in surfing, timing is a, is a big thing. So when you see an opportunity, whether it's in life, in the ocean, in coffee, go for it. And what happens is that option number one, you might get surprised by what you can do or what you're capable of based on your you know, existing um, skill set. And number two, guess what? If you fail, if you get a wipeout, if you if you if it doesn't work well you learn from it and you actually develop experience from it so it's a win-win it's always a win-win so that's a good thing uh, to do is just do it like uh, nike just do it just to give you an example uh on my first my first surf lesson i got stung by a stingray my very first one Bleeding everywhere, the venom, etc. Hot water, it's, but they are, they are used to those things. I wasn't, and then I went back to the ocean about a month and two months after. And that trauma at the beginning, I was a little bit scared, you know, shuffling the feet, making sure there's no stingrays. But then I had so much fun for like about a year, nine months. And then I decided to switch to harder board. So I was, I was getting slowly better, right? Riding some waves. And then um, 
this the auction was quite aggressive one uh, one day, which we'll talk about at the last part, uh, how nature is the ultimate uh, queen of um, of all, and uh, I got pretty bad like fall, and then the thin almost sort of ripped my leg and stabbed me, and so something bleeding and all the stuff, but. A month later, I went back to the ocean. A little bit scared at the beginning, like I only caught maybe one or two waves because I was a little bit scared of falling. But slowly, by just doing it, you overcome those fears. So action, action, action. The uh, third aspect is adaptability. So it's something I always talk in all the episodes, but you need to accept you know, and adapt. And surf conditions are constantly changing all the time. And you will really learn how to kind of spot change when you are on the board, when you are on the roster on a brew bar. Things will always change. So being flexible and sort of finding your, your own comfort in discomfort is, uh, is very important. So what I mean by finding your own comfort is discomfort is when you are in an environment that is a little bit different from you, but within yourself, you know yourself. And so you can always move towards those, uh, those new lands, right? And that's coming back to what I just said earlier. Uh, in the ocean, you don't control the ocean. There's no reason to get mad at the sea because the sea doesn't care about what you think. And so you need to adapt and play with nature, karma, the, the, the flow of things in life. And it's exactly the same thing in, in, in entrepreneurship and projects and roasting. There are things that you are not controlling. Sales, seasonality, weather, humidity, um, you didn't sleep well, it's this, it's that. Stop complaining and just adapt to the change because you cannot you cannot control what you cannot control right okay don't worry about things you cannot control but worry about the things that you can control and um and when it comes to uh, surfing is the same exact thing especially in the beginning when you are trying to get to unbroken waves you have to pass through this barrier of uh how do they call it i don't have the terms like i'm a i'm a beginner so you have to pass through pass through those like like white water that is just really aggressive and turbulent and sometimes passing through them it's already a workout like you are so exhausted from passing through those white water until you learn how to sort of read the sea and look for the path of the least resistance like water in a brew, exactly excellent transition. Like the water, like the water in a pullover that takes the path of least resistance. You also have, you can also pa uh, take the path path of least resistance when it comes to um, to to surfing or to a project project in life. You can go through the hard path. That's that's fine. It will build up your muscle. But in surfing, for example, it's not like you don't want to build muscle you are want to you want to ride waves and in order to ride waves you need energy if you exhaust all the energy in something that is not bringing you that pleasure 
well, basically your energy is uh, focused in something else than the main focus. Same exact thing in coffee, same exact thing in roasting and in projects. The most important thing in coffee is coffee. Then it's water, roasting, oh, sorry, coffee, roasting, water, and then we have the technique. So focus on having a great coffee, great green coffee, great sourcing, excellent roasting, good water, and then perfect your technique. And believe me, 80% of the job will be done. Fourth thing. Oh, that one is, is a big one. Patience and practice. Well, for practice, you know, I always say it in every episode, we need to practice, 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 but we all need patience. Uh, in a one, and surfing is really one way to learn uh, from it because you can wait for, for minutes in the sea um, before something happens. So you learn to wait uh, for the right wave as well and be patient with yourself when you sometimes miss them. So the feeling, uh, it's, it's worth waiting for it. Sometimes uh, it's the, uh, I think the paradox or the, the paradox of a surfer or it is this surfer thing where um, some surfers I've seen very, very uh, talented, skilled or experienced surfers. They are waiting for like the entire time, which means I go, you know, I surf, I try to surf, I fall, I catch one wave, two waves. I'm like in the water for an hour, an hour and a half. And that, that person in the back, because in the back you can catch the very big waves, if they are coming, still there, still there waiting for a full hour, just looking at the ocean. And guess what? By the time I just left, because I was tired, he caught some, like a huge, not a huge wave, but a very, I don't know how to explain it in surfer's term because I don't have that culture yet, but a very smooth or sort of long wave. That, that would be the, the, the good way. Because when you are surfing, you cannot surf and then it's just last few seconds. But that guy was riding for almost 45 seconds, almost a minute after one hour of waiting. It's exactly the same thing when it comes to, um, to appreciation for coffee. Having a good pour over, a good espresso requires more time, requires more patience. And so don't be afraid to wait a little bit and never give up, but practice, practice, practice is really the best, um, the best thing uh, to do. And, you, and, and that's the best way to kind of learn and improve and challenge yourself. Because practice has allowed me, personally, my subconscious to take over and perform some action on autopilot. So what happened is that the more you practice, the more your brain registers those actions and the more it's, um, it becomes a habit. And when it becomes a habit over time, it becomes part of who you are. And this in turn has freed up invaluable you know space to adjust to whatever new variable are whether it's different coffee different grind size different grinder different roast making that particular situation harder than normal so practicing is the way to excel in any endeavor it will make the thing in question come to you like second nature leaving you free to be more reactive and receptive to any unexpected factor 
patience and, uh, and practice. Those are really, really, really important uh, when you are um, doing a new project, especially in copy, which can be quite, um, quite hard. So be patient. Good thing will come. The waiting game, it can be frustrating, but it's also an excellent opportunity to learn, um, to learn patience. When you're patient, you give yourself the chance to enjoy the moment between, and you also increase your chances of getting what you are waiting for. And while that quote that you can't stop the way, but you can learn the surf is one of the best, the old classic that good things come to those who wait rings true to you as well. So um, good things happen to those who can, uh, who can wait. These the ones that actually are patient that can rip the best, the ripest fruits. So be patient with yourself, with the project. It's really hard in a uh, society, in a world where everything is so fast paced, but uh, try to practice um, patience. Depending on, you know, whatever activities you have, well, surfing really helped me to practice that, uh, that patience that I already gained when I was in, um, in South America waiting for food to arrive because if you go there in order, you're going to practice patience, believe me. So that was an additional uh, patience um, exercise. Number, so that was number one, uh, one, two, three, four, number five, number five, number five, number five. I would say um, focus. I think uh, focus is, is quite important in um, in, uh, in roasting. Every second counts, and in brewing and, and in surfing as well. Because surfing does not allow you to focus on anything else. There's no room for distractions, right? Other than uh, the thoughts in your head while you're paddling, and uh, while you're trying to be in a lineup, trying to find the perfect position. Basically, your mind is fully occupied in what you are doing in this very moment. And focusing on what the ocean does, when to move for the wave, when to pop up, it's similar to life. In life, this is really not easy. There are a lot of distractions everywhere. Unless people actively work against it, the constant blast of kind of stimuli overloading your sense, your phone, the music, the thing. People nowadays, we are, we have more stimuli per day than uh, I think they used to in a year, 100 years ago. This is why sometimes uh, when we get home from work, we feel like we have not accomplished anything or um, we have not actually engaged deeply in any sort of relationship or conversation because we are not fully focused, we are not 100% fully there. It's the same focus that we apply in surfing that we can apply in other things like in coffee, right? If you are, if you are brewing coffee or roasting coffee and, you know, checking emails, doing all the stuff, it's not going to turn out perfect. It's going to turn out pretty good, maybe, but not perfect. And it's not just about the quality, but how you are seeing that, meaning how you are... Um, enjoying the moment when you are fully focused on that brew trying to perfect every single second or that roast 
when you taste a cup that coffee, you're gonna be so proud. When you taste the coffee that you are making it lazily, well, it tastes good, it brings you caffeine, but that satisfaction of, of, of having something done is not there. So focusing is, uh, is a big element in, uh, in, uh, in surfing because you really have to focus. That's the amazing thing in, about surfing is that, I mean, you can think about, uh, about your meeting or your date or your, what you're gonna cook tonight, but you just can't. It's just automatically, you need, there's so many things to think about from the position, uh, uh, from your position on the board, the posi your position on the, in the sea, your uh, leg straight, your, you know, your, your back, your neck, where you're gonna position your hands, how you paddle, other people as well. I think that's, that, that's to me, is the, the thing that focuses the most because as a beginner, beginner to intimidate, I, I don't wanna hurt other people. So I actually focus, after focusing on my, my posture, my position, all my eyes are on other people because I don't wanna hurt anyone. And I haven't hurt anyone, um, hopefully, knock on wood. But because I have to focus constantly, I only think about surfing when I'm surfing. And it's the same thing that helped me to focus only about roasting when I'm roasting. And that improved my roast. Right, because sometimes there's a phase in roasting, and the roasters that will listen will know. From two minutes to four minutes, there's nothing happening. It's after turning uh, turning point before yellowing. We barely do something, and so uh, those moments I used to you know check email, check social media, but this time I actually focus on the curve and see what you can learn, especially. Uh, what you can learn is not much about the development and how the coffee is going to taste, but about the thermal momentum. By looking at the environmental temperature and the uh, environmental temperature where it rise, you know how many, how much, sorry, energy is in your system and how fast you can almost predict uh, how fast or how slow you are driving your curve. So focusing is a big thing. And without it, there's no chance to uh, draw into the action or get into the state of flow. Because the state of flow is not just for surfing, but it's for anything in which you are just fully on, uh, where you lose track of time and truly engage in one thing. And often, those are the best time, right? When you are losing track of time. Our workshop, for example, is always running over the time because we always, uh, you know, I always keep engaging and lose track of time because I'm on this full state of flow when I'm hosting a, a tasting or an experience. Same thing if you are in a deep relationship or deep conversation, sometimes you don't realize it's already past your bedtime, but you had a great time. So that's why finding this state of flow, I, I, I really wish you that you can um, focusing on. One technique can be is to do things that requires full attention. Baking is one, uh, surfing is definitely one. Um, meditation can help, but doesn't work with everyone. Brewing helps a lot uh, because you really need to be there and to brew it. 
um, that's the one thing occupy your brain with something else or try to block it there's a lot of ways to uh, now install some timer on your phone and your on your system so that it blocks you know either the wi-fi or um, some social media from uh, being on that platform for a certain amount of time so you can also use that let me take a break water break told you this one is going to be quite long number six number six yes resilience don't give up uh that one once again it's worthwhile because um surfing surfing as well as snowboarding will it's a master class on resilience there's gonna be a lot of time when we feel disheartened when we feel like we cannot do it anymore and the more time we get back on the board uh the stronger the resilience the resilience muscle will grow and this will permeate all the areas in life about resilience because after all it's not about uh it's not what happened to us that defines us uh yet uh what we choose to do after that so those this is one of the um the hardest thing to build is uh, to never give up and always um, always get back on your feet and sometimes sometimes you feel like it's it's um, it's not gonna finish it's 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 crazy this especially in uh, entrepreneurship and in coffee you feel that it's just not gonna happen I just pushed for so long but push more and uh, you can only do that because it's easy to say it's easy what i'm saying is so easy right just do it but no it's not easy it's easy because i'm truly passionate about coffee i'm truly passionate about uh hospitality about uh giving an excellent experience and a memorable experience with emotion and excellence to people like i can do it without getting paid that's how I love, uh, I love, I love doing it. It's hard to build resilience when you have to do it. If you have to do something, that means you don't like maybe to do it. But if you get to do it, it's a chance to do it. When I get to roast coffee, I'm excited to roast coffee because I love it, or love cupping. But when you have to, let's say, oh, I have to brew this latte means you're not into it and so of course when you're going to fail that latte art or that that recipe you're not going to be as motivated to get back on it as if you were really 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 motivated about it so resilience sometimes it's hard because you hear a lot about it about you know never give up always get back on your feet it only happens if you are truly and sincerely passionate about it not just on the paper of oh i'm passionate about it. no 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 really deeply passionate about uh, what you're doing or the project you are uh, trying to create and if the project you're trying to create is not something you're passionate about maybe the outcome of it is uh is something that passionate you or it drives you it's like a mission it's above uh, above yourself beyond yourself so that's about resilience that you will learn a lot especially in surfing because we 
fail so much. And I think I think it's really important in those first you know, lessons to at least catch a wave, even if with the help of an instructor, that feeling of writing, of, of freedom, of playing with nature is, is, is priceless. And that's the first thing when you start chasing that sort of sense of you know, flow and freedom of it, it's, it's just few seconds and you spend so much energy, so much, you know, uh, you know the, all the, the wetsuit all the time into just 10 seconds. That's it. It's crazy when you think about it, but the pleasure you gain from it is, is really priceless. Same exact thing in, uh, in coffee. A coffee has a journey that lasted for months from the origin to shipping, to roasting, to packaging, to grinding. And here you are brewing your coffee that's going to last only three minutes. And you're going to taste it and enjoy it for about five, ten minutes. And that's about it. So that attention to the detail, that resilience comes with passion. Last thing, last thing, and I'm really done, is that, uh, well, we have to take care of our environment. Of course, in, uh, in surfing is a big part, is uh, that nature is to be treasured, right? Because um, the, the power of the ocean is, uh, is, is, just, is just insane. But if you want you know, prove that nature is to be looked after, well, try to surf in a place where there's not much waves or like a lot of trash, for example. Nature is, can be both mighty and fragile at the same time. And I, I, I experienced both. And that this duality is obvious for people who are serving, but it's a lesson that can be applied all aspects of life. Uh, so it's important to know that uh, we can only worry about the things that we can control. We cannot control nature. We can only adapt, uh, adapt to it. Something I always say um, when we are, um, uh, when I'm doing my, 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 my tasting is that um, when you are brewing coffee, you can control your coffee, your grind setting, your dose, your temperature. But then you can control, well, you can choose the different roasters or different coffees. As a roaster, you can control the airflow, the, the drum speed, the gas, uh, the batch size, the preheating temperature, the warmer protocol, the between batch protocol, and also the storage to, to also control the humidity and the temperature of the green beans. But you cannot change the green bean uh, structure. You need to go to the farm. And at the farm, you are dealing with th some things you can control, the, fer the, the soil fertilizer, the health of the soil, the seed, the plants you are planting, the fermentation, how hot, uh, how much, you know, maybe yeast or how long. But then there's a lot of things. You hit the glass ceiling because you cannot control nature. You cannot control the temperature outside. You cannot control the rain or the wind. So you have to accept and adapt and learn that we, can, uh, we cannot control nature. Nature will always be the, uh, the ultimate uh, driver of everything we are doing, from a project 
to uh, roasting, to brewing, to surfing or farming and fermentation. So it's important to um, to kind of realize the the, the grandeur, the how big um, nature is and how it affects uh, everything we are doing uh, in a in a project, right? Or in a in a, in a coffee roastery, your brew bar. Um, realizing that is is truly something that uh, helped me in um, in, um, in in a project in entrepreneurship because in if you're starting your own project or your own brand your own company it's gonna be a lot of of highs and lows and sometimes we think um, based on the previous point the point number two right of courage where I was like okay take action take action take action sometimes sometimes the best action is to wait it's not to do anything i know it's contradictory but some things in life you cannot control you just cannot control you can take some actions but when i say wait is it's still taking actions on yourself on your um approach to trauma disaster anxiety stress because in entrepreneurships it's very inconsistent so it's important and surfing helped me a lot in that aspect being able to navigate accept and adapt to the situation regardless thank you very much for listening and see you next time for another episode of the things i've learned in something that i applied in coffee this one was a big one but one that i'm still learning because i'm not super super good and now it's towards the noon so it's hotter i'm going to surf see you